0: Hello and welcome to Gatsby Fridays, a show about getting the best out of a creative life from two creative directors working around the world and based in New York City.
1: I'm your host, Sarah Semi,
0: And I'm Alex Tremilio.
1: Today we are rolling with it. We talk about the way we try not to get hung up on process.
0: We discuss the ways we handle shifting focus and how we get back to creative center.
1: And at the end of each episode, we make a signature cocktail of toast. Cheers to you.
0: So hang with us as we roll with it. I'm Sarah. And I'm Alex. And, and this, this is Gatsby, Gatsby Fridays. Fridays.
1: Alex, before we get into our conversation, let's do our check-in. How are you and what are you wearing?
0: I am feeling good. Today is a little bit of a special day. Uh, Nostalgia is kicking in because we are actually recording in our old sound booth down in Soho. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel... It feels nice. I don't miss it as much as now that I'm in it right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Definitely don't. Um, miss it. I do miss. I do miss walking in this neighborhood and getting coffee at the uh, at the local yeah, Starbucks. Yeah, I like which that, that nice. coffee routine.
1: That,
0: that's really nice. Um, I am wearing. So I'm wearing tie dye pants that I made, and I am starting to think, how many times do I can I wear statement pants before they become an issue and people are like. Why do you keep on wearing those pants? But um, I like them. They're I comfortable. Know, I keep
1: wearing yoga pants.
0: Yes. But you wear monochromatic yoga pants. So they're not like... It's they're it's not this contrasty. No. That's
1: okay. Know. I used oh. to wear a lot more crazy pattern pants when I had a job. I don't know. I was really into... I had a bunch of printed denims and stuff.
0: I don't remember you in crazy printed pattern pants. Like, what was the pattern?
1: I don't know. I had this, like, one that's that almost... Painterly Hudson pair of jeans. It was like with blue paint neon. splatters. It wasn't paint splatters, but it was like I don't know. It felt very like nineties, of, of like the moment. neon, like dark, like rich blue, rich pinks, kind of blended in. It's like I don't know, kind uh, of like uh, this, but much darker color tones and like pop colors and stuff. Yeah, I, I used to have more. Like I miss pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I don't miss. I don't miss the Waistline, <laughs> but yeah, no.
0: Um, um, and I'm wearing a, a chambray blazer, double-breasted blazer.
1: Looking very sharp today.
0: I like it. I feel I feel like it's, it's the, you know, we've talked a lot about getting out of quarantine fashion and what people are starting to wear. And I feel like tailored clothing is going to make a comeback. So this is kind of my...
1: You think we're going to party like the 20s?
0: God, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I just, yes, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Um, And I'm wearing a hot hot pink uh, t-shirt. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. How are you, and what are you wearing?
1: I'm good. I'm good. We're here. Um, It's a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. The Mm. weather is nice. It's warm out. um, It's warm out. It was nice to, like, walk back down here. I I do like the neighborhood, too. I just, well, I live here now, so that's nice. Your walk is, what, Uh, 10 minutes? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Not even? Well, it wasn't even because I didn't come from home. But, um, well, I'm wearing my uh, workout clothes um, in the spirit of the episode of rolling with it. Because if I didn't, I would have had to compromise. I was either going to compromise my look or the the workout or the time that we meet. We were going to have to meet up later if I had to change. It's just, you know what? I'm wearing my workout clothes. I started working out again because New York City is full swing open. Yes. Um, and yes, we're still working out with our masks on and it's hard, but because it's so hard, you forget that you're wearing a mask. Do
0: you um, feel like you're getting an even in- more intense workout?
1: You, you forget about the mask because the in- workout is so hard oh, and you I don't see really you like I even think about that you're wearing a mask. It's, it's, it becomes irrelevant, irrelevant because, because the thing even, itself is so hard. You're past it. Um, but yeah, so I had to, um, well, post quarantine, uh, like, and all of these girls are, super young and super skinny and they're wearing all these like crop tops so i had to get some nicer workout outfits um so i i I am wearing my nicer workout outfits brand new pair but um but yes i had to roll with it definitely work straight from the workout
0: (laughs) you not only have you rolled with it you've also coordinated it
1: well properly well i always i don't really i don't wear athletic athletic looking stuff ever even for yoga like Cause I and always a lot of earth tones. Well, that is new. I used to only do blacks because you know if everything is black, it's a lot easier to like make it work with the workout stuff. But then they had all these like really nice, like dark purplish grays, and then I don't know a lot of a lot of leopard and animal print has been on lately, so I I, I jumped on that train. I like um, it. I have like three different animal prints going on right now.
0: <laughs> you May start a new trend.
1: That's that's my check in today. Alex, we both, like everybody else on the planet, have very busy schedules. Um, I, you know, (laughs) I try to survive the day. You have a full-time job, a family with two kids. We navigate a lot. How do you find time and space for creativity?
0: It's not easy. I mean, it it, it is always a real focused oddly enough, <laughs> challenge. Um, creative space is important. We're creatives. We need the mind space to kind of linger or or be in our ideas. And oftentimes, that, that's just not available, especially when we have obligations. You have your client obligations. Uh, you, you have people coming into town uh, that you have to entertain. So And you still need to find time for yourself. So it's, for me, it's the same thing. I have a family. I have to figure time for them, but uh, I could only speak, I guess for specifics like today. Coming down here to record, I had an opportunity to just have an hour to walk around, to try to experience the city all by myself. and this was it, it, to me, this is magic hour because walking around Soho uh, early in the morning where the guys are kind of like hosing down the street. Uh, the restaurants, the restaurant employees are moving all the furniture out and setting them up on the street, and there's not a lot of people Tourist around. Tourist
1: madness hasn't descended yet.
0: Not yet, not yet. Knock on wood. I mean, hopefully, of course, New York needs it. I understand. Um, <laughs> well, we need it as, a, I as know. The, the economy is and,
1: the way you said it was like I understand. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't you know, want to. I don't
0: want to be put out, but I understand <laughs> for the economy. Um, but really it's It's a matter of not only the walking around because you know i that's sometimes I don't have that as an opportunity um I try to just find quiet moments within myself to just l- look at something that I really enjoyed looking at, whether it be a book, a piece of art uh sculpture or or just reading something uh that can get my mind away from <laughs> the monotony of life sometimes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it, it it does get monotonous.
0: How do you find? How do you? I mean, you are very busy. You have well, people that you're entertaining. Like, what are you doing to find your space?
1: Well, it's it's well, um, when people stay in your living space with you, and I I live alone, and I've lived alone like we were just talking about since I was seventeen. So, um, no, not seventeen. Since I was no, twenty years old. Twenty years old. The math was wrong.
0: Twenty years. 20 I'm, years well, old.
1: 20 years old. So for the last 20 years, I've lived alone. So from that perspective, anyone that stays in my space for like, you know, over extended periods of time, I can't think I don't I can't think right now. But um, finding the space in generally like looking like, you know, on, on the days that when I don't have uh, guests in my living space, um, I have made it very clear that like I do not schedule client calls in the morning. My morning is mine to do whatever I want with it. I may be productive. I may just do do nothing. I might just like click around and surf the internet for no particular reason. But I do not like my mornings rushed. Because of our schedules trying to like sync with you, I've tried to change my mornings and I get like so shuffled. (laughs) And so like frazzled. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't keep up. But I also block out my Fridays as much as I can. It doesn't always happen. I'm not as particular with the Fridays. I just like treating Friday as a weekend because I do work on Sunday nights, no matter what. So if I'm going to work on Sundays and I'm not working on Fridays, <laughs> like you I can just do that. Yeah. so and on Friday, because it's a work day, you can do things for yourself without having the pressure of being social because normal people actually are still working. Yes. Uh, so that's usually my secret getaway is Fridays. And my mornings like I remember one client was like because I would be like, I, yeah, I can't do morning anytime between after 2 p.m. Any day you go pick and he would be like, I noticed you don't do mornings. And I'm like, yeah, I need. Do you work in the morning? Is that what you do? And I'm like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, of course. Yes. I do whatever Absolutely. I want in the mornings, which is part of how I get to do what I want, which is why I also work late at nights because I don't start earlier in the day, but I need that focusing time. And no, I don't have kids, so I don't wake up at 5 in the morning either. I wake up at 7.38 lately, thank God, because I have sunlight.
0: <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's a that's there, a dream.
1: There were parts of quarantine where I'd be like 10.30 I'd be like rolling out of bed and be like, <laughs> oh, well, hello, good morning.
0: <laughs> Here's but, half the day gone.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so like I try to block out the certain days to not be available to anyone. Doesn't ever work out as smoothly as I want to.
0: Is there a certain go-to that you kind of focus? I know that you do a lot of exercising and that it probably centers you physically. uh, But in terms of creativity, and you mentioned that you surf the internet and stuff, is it more blind surfing or do you surf design news or creative techniques? Shopping. Shopping.
1: And that doesn't mean like I'm shopping clothes. I, I spend a lot of time like going through pictures of clothes or home stuff or whatever the things that I'm like going to going to need to buy eventually because I I'm the kind of nerd that I need to know what else is out there before I make a commitment and I have no problem pulling that trigger I, I but bec- it's because I know that I have done my research hmm. and that research takes time and somehow sitting at the computer and starting to scroll around Really gets my mind to a calm state where the next natural step from that is to get started working. Mm. So it's usually my first step to like, look at stores. I don't need to be buying anything right now. I just look at what they have. That's the only way I'm going to know that I didn't miss out on anything. Uh, I didn't miss out on a good deal or a thing that could run out of my size. And I'm like, oh my God, I want that. So there's, there's that. I'm not talking about, like, you know, ordering toilet paper on Target. I'm talking about, like, I'm looking at nice things. That is a checklist item. That's that's how I procrastinate because I did something that I'm supposed to do at some point instead of doing work. So the so, guilt is less.
0: So it's, like, it's it's fun work, but it's it's produ- it's productive. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's productive but, work.
1: But the scrolling around, it's, like, yeah, it's it's fun because I like, like, I need to know what's out there. And it takes time. Because I also do not have the patience to look at clothes in the store anymore. That has... I decorated my entire apartment without setting foot into any physical stores. It's how I dress, too. Like, I don't have time to, like, go look at hangers and stuff. You order, it comes to your place, you try it on, and then you send it back. Like, you see,
0: that's where I think you and I are, are different. Because I work in fashion, I'm always at stores. And I, and I actually quite like... I don't like shopping. i don't like shopping but i do like looking and going to a store to me especially if i'm just doing research is a nice and pleasant experience i could take an afternoon take an extended lunch whatever have you and make that work for me creatively and look at things and look at clothes and feel like not only am i perhaps maybe pick up an item for myself but i've also been productive at the same time
1: interesting no i feel like i don't got time for that (laughs) just (laughs) keep going. Snap, snap, snap. So we talked about how you find time and space to do your creative work. And there's like little tricks that we do. But how do you find your center? Like how do you refocus? Because those are two different things. Creating space and time for it is one thing. But also kind of bringing your brain to do the work is another different thing to be able to you know like to, your wife calls at you your bosses email you kids come around screaming i mean i think there was enough memes and jokes and videos rotating around but, uh, around zoom but like you know families with kids working from home kind of thing so like even if you're not working from home like life gets in the way like you know like people t- reach out when they reach out they don't know that you're trying to focus and concentrate so how do you bring that back
0: so we've we've spoken about this uh, on many occasions and and there seems to be i'm not going to call it a rule but the whole if you are focusing on something or working on something and you're pulled away from it it takes approximately 20 to 30 minutes to refocus that is a lot of time to try to get back into something that you were working on, and you're on.
1: not like there's no guarantee that there's only one interruption. Exactly. There could be one after another,
0: multiple inter- interruptions. So that that is a challenge. That is a challenge, uh, truly. And for me, it's it's hard. But you know, this episode is called Rolling with It, and we try to make sure that we kind of have a line that we know that we need to adhere to, but also be flexible and have that line go up and down, but we're always on that same line. So for me, the specifics of finding my creative center is blocking interruptions. For me to focus, I just simply need to just block interruptions, uh, whether that be closing the door to my office, or, you know, in the case of my family during the time of quarantine where I had to work at home, I think they understood that this was working hours These were working hours, and I had to close the door every once in a while to my office and not be interrupted for at least, if I can give myself two hours, I'm already ahead of the game. So that's what I've done. Mm -hmm. How do you find yourself centering your creative energy to work on something? Like, you live alone, so... I live alone. What interruptions do you have?
1: The Interruptions for me are usually more, like, um, emotional interruptions, Mm -hmm. frustrations rage <laughs> anger <laughs> no like so i get it. like i'm i'm working and i'm doing my thing and i get this comment from the client and it really are you kidding me and then that really like breaks up my like focus focus and That's and the rhythm that i was going so great and and i don't have to like you know there are tools and you know apps and stuff to block things off but i don't do that like i i i need to see what's coming my way i don't want to like be in this zone and then come out and be like bombarded with like things that have been piling up when I checked out so it's not the interruption for me it's more about like oh what now and and usually usually it's not like it's rare that I don't get irritated by like because as designers we know what we're doing in a way and our job is to convince the client to to tease them and guide them into our path and that is never easy, and people are people. So, I don't know. Like, I've had the same client for almost three years now, um, and the team has changed last year. So, there's a new person, and we do not get, like, we just can't communicate. It's not like I haven't had issues with the person before, but that was more of like a trying to figure out how to talk to each other. This is just like blunt language, bad design direction, and then it's like, that throws stupid you things off. and it then I get so angry that I'm like constantly looping in my head and I need to break that loop
0: hmm.
1: or I wake up and I know there's like seven things lined up in my day and I can't focus because I can't even get past the fact that that's like this is what I have to do and then I also have to do this I also have to do this like that thing rolls around in my head and that it usually gets triggered by an email but like also sometimes just because the days are packed and that mental hang up keeps me from actually being productive or actually be able to focus on the problem at hand the thing that gets stuck up in your head never rarely makes sense for me i mean it sounds like i'm leading this conversation into meditation but i can't i have not been able to figure that out i've been doing yoga for 15 years and meditation on my own i have not been able to figure it out i watch tv instead
0: good what do you want? Stupid TV, like <laughs> friends,
1: like I th- things that I've seen 28 times already, but I it still makes me laugh. But as soon as because I'm very visual and once that sound and the light and the visual fills up the room and I know where it's going and I find it funny. So it kind of really gets me out of my head oh, and I yes. start giggling. So like I just need one or two episodes of Friends to get out of my head. So I'm not thinking about anything or anybody. That allows me to all of a sudden, like, when that's done, have a clean slate. Or if I'm really far off gone and lost meaning in life kind of, like, loop. Heavens. I have a few, you know, videos that I pull up. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Um, there is a Baz Luhrmann uh, class of 99 where a sunscreen song that I, like, you, I know yeah. by heart. <laughs> I've been listening to that thing for 20 years. Um, that's a little bit more, like, generally uplifting mood. There is Megan Rapinoe speech that she gave after all the controversy about, like, you know, the way that she talks. That that talk is, it's so inspiring to just get off your ass and do something. Yes. And then if I'm feeling really, really down on myself, there is the America's Got Talent Mandy Harvey audition video. With this girl who lost her hearing at age 18, who was singing since she was four, gives up and then comes back and then writes a sing song about it. And the song is beautiful. And she's, like, singing. She's touring.
0: The way she ex- like, the song is beautiful. I mean, beautiful. it was amazing.
1: Like, she stands bare feet mm-hmm. on the stage because that allows her to get the rhythm because she can't hear it. Like, if she... Like, it's inspirational to just be like, you know, get your shit together. There is, and also the lyrics kind of says, I give up. I I refuse to give up. Like, I gave up, and that's not making me happy either. I need to try. I need to try. And that's always, like, that is the little things that kind of get me out of my head is, um, I really like that song.
0: You mentioned something earlier about when you're in a groove and you get interrupted uh, by an email or, or a comment from your client, and it kind of throws you into another, into another loop, I recognize within myself that I am not a great multitasker. I need focus. So I, can, I do much better when I focus on one task, and this sometimes frustrates people because we live in a society where you, for the most part, need to multitask. But I do much better when I can focus on one thing, and I block my emails. Mm. Like I don't. If I'm working on something for the next hour, I block all of my email notifications.
1: But you and I both like when we work here. We've seen. I've seen you. You've seen me. Like because we're doing this, and this is our not our paying jobs. When the emails come in, we ch- we have to take a look. Yes. And there has been many many occasions where one of us gets an email, and then it all of a sudden derails the mood and the momentum because. I lost my mind when I read that thing. And it was like, what now? The joke is how dare they ask, <laughs> ask me for something that they're paying me for. But, so but on the other side, it's just kind of like, Oh, what now? <laughs> like it breaks the mood and the train of thought. And it's like, because it's two of us, I guess it's not as hard to get back into it. Cause you know, you ask me a question and then I ask you a question. We kind of just like pull our, each other out of it.
0: And this is more, In, this is more of our thing.
1: Yeah, but when I'm alone, I can't block the emails. There's no one else looking at them. Yes. And and yes, no one will die if I don't look at them for an hour, but I also it's not how I operate. Um so it the thing that upsets me with that isn't usually the train of thought. It's just like the edits come in and I'm never happy about the edits. Like <laughs>
0: That's, that's the designers that's, curve, the, so. that's the designer's dilemma I mean edits that is what it, that that is the air we breathe basically yeah. in our in our world When we get back we'll continue our conversation. This is Gatsby Fridays. Sarah final question how do we not get hung up then on our process? How much should we really plan and how much should we not necessarily give give away to the ether but like how do we adhere to our process but also be flexible
1: i mean you need a process you need to know what the what what path you're going to go down to to work on any project right but i used to when i first started especially when i first started on my own even worse when i was part of a team because my role was so defined and i didn't have to wear all the hats i was a lot harder on my colleagues to be to do their parts in a very like rigid way um but then when I started having to do everything and manage the client, the client wants a good outcome, but they can only do so much to meet you where you are. It's my job to navigate and be flexible enough to find them. So there's a lot of things like you know, design is always the last call on everybody's mind. It drives me insane. That eats up into my creative time, but that is the reality. I could keep banging my head against the same wall mm. or I can say, Okay, Let's roll with it. That's why we got with this because I can say there's not enough time. You sometimes have to say, okay, you know, you want to build a website and we have one day, that's obviously unreasonable. But there's there, there's a lot of things that you look, at, you look at the circumstances, right? You say, okay, this is what you're expecting and this is the time we have and this is what we can do. And then you have to go with the best that you can within those parameters because otherwise you don't do anything at all. Like, I can't let the fact that my process isn't respected to take its time derail the entire outcome. And I've had to learn to be a lot more flexible. And this came out of, like, this this subject matter came out of a conversation with a friend. I didn't agree with the reaction, like, the story that was being told to me because well there wasn't enough time to do that okay well there wasn't but you know like did you offer a constructive mid middle ground Mm -hmm. like Mm because if you say oh no that's not enough time and walk away then you don't get to do it versus if you say well what is expected of me and what can we do within this time and and you say this is a very short turnaround let's figure out how to make the bare minimum work and then they say oh yeah but then we can give you this much time more or this and that like the conversation should always be open and
0: flexible i agree with you i agree with you i feel that we all we have is our process all we have to have is to fall back on our process and i think that's honed over time i mean we've been doing we've been doing our work for many years over 20 years and now we have a real secure stable of a process. So that doesn't change, that through line doesn't change. The variables of that through line changes. So we make sure that we understand that no matter what variable comes in, that we have a process that that dictates a more defined outcome. So for example, for me, uh, let's say I am at a shoot and we're shooting on location and someone falls ill or the weather is not the most pristine weather that we were planning for any, whatever variable, I make sure that if we're there and everyone is willing to do the work, the work will get done. Yeah. You know, and and that I feel much more comfortable as I get older and I go into different types of uh, uh, scenarios in terms of what I do. I feel much better that I can always fall back on my process to help guide me through almost any situation I'm putting.
1: Yeah, but you used the right word. You said guide. You didn't say, like, g- the process is... Key. It has to be there. You can't really, can't really wing it without a process. But you also can't treat it as set in stone. My way or the highway. Yeah. This is the only way it can get done. Mm-hmm. There is always a way to figure things out. There's a lot of times with the podcast that we know that we would like to do more. We'd like to do better. We'd like to add. But the reality, like you have to come to terms with the fact that there's not that many people working on this. And within our limitations, what is the best we can do?
0: And there's always our goal to get an episode. out.
1: (laughs) Well, see, that is the part that we will never compromise, right? Like, so when the season's on, that episode drops every Friday. We have never not knock on everything. But the goal isn't like, okay, so we don't go like, well, we don't have time for that. So it's not. We're not doing an episode. No. We, we, figure, figure, it out, out. Figure, we it figure out. Figure it out. We say, okay, so this is not the best week to do this type of episode. Like, sometimes we do location, sometimes we don't. Yes. We We roll with it all the time. Yes. There's a lot of compromises that we do because from the quality of the things that we would like to put out there, the joke is always, like, one day when we have our 20-people <laughs> team... But until done, like, we know... Because the reason that we can wing it is because we already know what needs to get done. And we have a process and no one questions it because it's you and me. But we do roll with it. Because without, if we didn't, we wouldn't have the podcast out. This is our third season. We have not missed Fridays. Because we make it work. Because we figure it out. Like, yes. things happen. We take videos and phone rings in the middle of it. And we realize the video hasn't recorded because the <laughs> phone call interrupted it. Like, there's all this, like, you know, like, all stuff that happens. Yeah. Like... Dropbox has files missing. Oh, and it's boy. like But you know what? Through you all won't...
0: of that through all of that we figured it out.
1: Yeah, so but if we didn't roll with it, if I said, Oh my god, all the files are gone, I can't do this anymore, this is just is a nightmare, then we would have stopped. Yes. And that would have been a shame because we wouldn't put out the great content. That's, like,
0: and that's not an option. For me personally, I don't know about it, but it's it's just not an option.
1: No, it's not an option because on Like, there's that moment where you just want to call it off because you're so angry and you're so frustrated, but that's...
0: That was the first episode for me. (laughs) Uh,
1: The second one. The second one. one. When you broke your headphones. When I broke my headphones. You gave me the talk. Sarah, we should, maybe, maybe we should do, like, a half episode every other Friday. (laughs) I was like, we just started. We're not doing that now. I know this one was hard. We will work together. It was easier for me to say that because I wasn't the one that felt like I, I was breaking, right? Like... Oh, I, but was, if it was, I the was breaking other... every in
0: every sense of the word, yes.
1: But when I feel that way, you bring me back too. Like that's because we're doing like well as a team, but we you have to roll with it. We rolled. <sighs> you know, you know your minimums and then you you make the best you can within those constraints. I think that's what rolling with it is, and you can't get creative work done without being flexible like that.
0: And now for our favorite part of this and every episode, our signature cocktail. Sarah, what do you have for us today?
1: So in the spirit sorry. of... this, this makes me happy You want me too. to say it again?
0: I'm sorry.
1: No, I think okay. this is good. I okay. think in the spirit of... In the spirit of the subject matter, we because we always try to find the cocktail. We don't want to just like throw a bunch of cocktails. We want to make sure that it's relevant. So we were thinking, and Alex was like, "Well, not everybody has a full bar." And then I was thinking about like scenarios, and you know, I mean, I, if you have, if you haven't heard me talk about my cookbooks and recipes, I watch a lot of also cooking videos. And there was this one uh, episode of the founder of Food Fifty Two, and a New York Times cooking bestseller having this like video and they're they were joking about how they you know they had to use like inferior basil that's been sitting in a cupboard on a rent like that's been sitting in a cabinet uh, over time that's like they would never cook with at their own home but they're on a vacation rental so that made me think, okay, so I don't want to like, I don't want to compromise the quality of the cocktail as if it's like a minimal. But what if, what if you are at your Airbnb Yes. and it's late at night and all you have is a bottle of rum that's left in that cabinet. You got, you made it there. It's vacation and you're ready for your drink. And all you have is a bottle of rum and a 24 hour gas station. <laughs> so how do you roll with that?
0: Yeah. How do you roll with that indeed?
1: <laughs> so from that spirit of coming from this, okay, we, oh, we're, we're going to make the best of what we have on our hand. And, you know, all of my cocktails will always have fresh lime juice in it. But, you know, I don't I don't know in the middle of nowhere you could possibly find lime. If you can, that's great. It'll Amazing. probably be dry. It'll have like three drops of juice out of it. Um Maybe lemon. I don't know. It's a gas station. I I doubt doubt that there will be produce. Fresh
0: fresh produce at a gas station.
1: I don't think they will. Mm -hmm. But uh,
0: we're being optimistic here.
1: So from that, I I mean, so the recipe will include the lime, but clearly we're rolling with it. So if you don't got lime, you don't got lime. So we say rum and sprite. Yes. Because sprite already has some sort of limeyish flavor, and uh, if there, you know, if there's a special flavored Sprite that you happen to find only in the gas station that you've never been before, like lime 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 instead of lemon lime or whatever, that's it. You just roll with whatever soda you find at the gas station and mix it with the rum and hopefully they have a bag of ice. Hopefully. Hopefully. Or there's a
0: tray maybe in the Airbnb that you're, that you're in that you could probably like, put some ice in.
1: But then ice takes time to freeze.
0: Mm, you definitely get ice from the gas station then.
1: If there's mm-hmm. ice in the gas station, yes, or um or maybe there's like a slushy machine, yes, maybe just don't put the flavor
0: in it, and then you have the slushy yes, ice
1: so that is how you roll with a cocktail on your vacation, so we're calling this what timeshare <laughs>
0: <laughs> timeshare, yeah, we're calling it timeshare,
1: all right, that's how you make a timeshare.
0: Thank you for hanging with us. For a list of resources mentioned in this week's episode, hop onto our site, GatsbyFridays.com.
1: You can find the recipe for timeshare on the website, GatsbyFridays.com.
0: For show notes or if you want to leave a comment, suggest show topics, get at us on our site.
1: Don't forget to rate us, give us five stars, and write a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps to get in front of more ears and build our audience. Or if you're a Spotify person, make sure you follow Gatsby Friday's.
0: Follow us on Instagram for exclusive content like Sarah making timeshare on our Insta stories throughout the week.
1: Stay with us on our next episode as we walk through Soho. This This is is Gatsby Gatsby Fridays. Fridays.